0: This is episode 30 with bodybuilder and entrepreneur, Brittany Fellino. This is Pencil Leadership. My name is Chris Anderson. Finally realizing my master's degree only taught me so much, I decided to start on a journey to learn more about what it truly means to be a pencil leader and how we can leave a positive mark on people and the world around us. So each week, I'm going to bring you a topic or a guest that will help guide us on our way to grow and leave a positive mark wherever we go. So if you're ready, take out your pencils and let's begin. Guys, today um, we have Brittany Folino from Canada. She is a bodybuilder. She competes in bodybuilding. She's a personal trainer, yoga teacher, and she's an entrepreneur in network marketing um, around the health and wellness field. But she's also addicted to development um, growth, self improvement, and her goal is to help people raise their self awareness and, and change their mindset so they can grow and be successful. So, Brittany, welcome to the show today.
1: Thank you. It's so nice to be on here with you. So, thanks for that. Yeah,
0: no problem. And, and Brittany and I are actually are friends. We we've known each other for a little while, and we actually work together a little bit. Uh, um, so, I'm excited for her to share with you guys her story. So, Brittany, yeah, I guess start there. Like, what's your story so people can hear and we can. Uh, dig in there.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm the middle child actually of, uh, two. So I have two other sisters. One's, um, one's two years older, one's two years younger. Um, so yeah, we grew up, like I grew up here pretty much my whole life, but I moved around, um, like a lot as a kid, like moved Mm to schools a lot, moved houses a lot. Um, I think I actually like sat and took a moment to like count one day and I went to like a total, if I count like college and high school and stuff, I think yeah. it, it actually, um, calculated up to like 12 or 13 schools.
0: So, Were you military or just, sorry, was it like military reasons or,
1: um, like no, parents? we just moved a lot. We just moved wow. a lot. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so like, I always say to people, you know, like, I had to learn from a young age how to, like, I'm super independent. And a lot of mm-hmm. people are like, like, where do you get that, like, independence from? Like, you do everything, like, on your own, and you just, like, do things. And I'm like, honestly, I, I honestly just think it's because of, like, how I was brought up. So, like, mm-hmm. from a young age, I literally had to learn from, like, like literally being a baby, like a kid. No mm-hmm. self-awareness whatsoever. um, To just, like, learn. Like, I didn't have a choice. It was kind of forced on me. Like, I had to learn how to adapt to change and new circumstances new environments new people like i never got to um be one of those kids who went to the same school their whole life and got to have the same best friends from kindergarten to like high school like i had so many friends that had that and like i remember as i got older and went to high school i felt kind of like lonely in the sense that i wish that i had that like i wish that i had those like old school friendships because like i would hang out with people who they're like their best friend is like since grade one or two and then they would hang out with me and they'd tell me like do you remember that time in grade one when like Uh, uh, and and I would just be like like they'd reminisce together um and I just remember like always kind of feeling left out because I never got to experience that like as a kid in life um so but then like you know the older that I got like now to this day um I'm 29 now by the way um I just, like, look back and appreciate it so much more because it's really, like, molded me, I think, into, like, um, the person I've become. And people are always like, Brittany, like, you're so strong. Like, how are you such a strong person? And, like, honestly think that's a big part of it, too. Mm. Um, I had to learn how to, like, let go, like, at a younger age than most people, too. Yeah. Um, Like, I never got to. Like, if I had a best friend and I loved him or her, like, you know what I mean? I'd cry, but then I'd have to just move on. So I always had to just learn that process of like, kind of coming and going. Um, and, you know, I love people and I work with so many different people in so many different fields.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I honestly think like that's another, another um, aspect that's just like added to that is like, because I've always had to just kind of adjust to, mm. um, adjust to that. And obviously as a kid, change is so hard, right? Like kids want to stay in their school and they want to play with the same friends at recess. Um, and they want to be able to celebrate like their graduations together and all that. Um, yeah. But for me, it was just like all, it was always changing. That's all I ever really knew. Um, and I think that like, I, I think that I handled it really well. Um, Another big factor to take in is the fact that, like, I come from a really close-knit family. So, like, I'm an, just, I'm an Italian background. So, if you know about Italian, yeah. I'm, they're all about family. <laughs> um, so, we're, like, super, super close. And, like, fortunately, I had, like, a lot of friends growing up who would always tell me that they, like, hated their siblings and they would mm. fight all the time. And they're just mean to each other. They didn't want anything to do with their siblings. Um. And I honestly feel bad for those people because (laughs) my relationship with my siblings are like so good. They're literally like my best friends. That's awesome. And I wish like everyone had that. Like I'm just so grateful that I have that because for me it's like change has always been a constant in my life, right? Like always having the change, um, never really being able to keep friends. But the one thing that was constant throughout all those times of change that I was constantly experiencing is like family. Like that's Mm. always been the only constant. Yeah. Um, and so I think like, that's another thing that has made us so close, like as a family is cause even though everything was always changing around us, circumstances, people, like we always mm. had each other in the end. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm like really grateful for that. And it's like, kept me really grounded and like, obviously adds to like, like a big part of like who I am and, um, and treating other people like you know, like family as well. And, and a lot of mm. people, they come into my home and they're just like, Oh my God, your family is just so close. And I wish <laughs> I had that. And it's just so funny. A lot of people will be like, I wish I had that. Whereas when I was younger, I was like, I wish I had that like the friendship uh, right? perspective. But, yep. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, but like, obviously like family is just, um, family is so important and you can always make friends to family too. Like, if that's yeah. not the case. Um, so yeah, then just kind of going into high school High school, I think, was the longest I actually stayed in one place. So the whole four years. Didn't change high school. Every every other place was like one year, two years, three years. Um, So yeah, high school was like the one place I stayed for like the whole four years. Um, And high school was like really tough for me. I never understood Mm -hmm. people that I ran into who were like, oh, like, I can't wait for you to go to high school. You're going to love it. It's going to be the best four years of your life. I I hated high school. just um it was really hard. Like you go through so much and like I really feel for high school students today. I wish I could actually like be more part of like high school communities to be yeah. there, like the mentor for um these like adolescents and these teenagers because I honestly like I felt like I went through a difficult time um in high school, but like when I think about how the world is now and how much it's advanced since I left high school, which was like in two thousand nine yeah world has changed so much since yeah. that period. and it's like these kids have even more um, just like stress and overstimulation and things that they have to deal with and pressures that like that we like we had, but it's like ten times worse, I think mm. um and I just remember like being that kind of that I was kind of like a solo person all the time, just like always on my own. And probably because I changed school so much
0: yeah.
1: Um, throughout my life, I just kind of like, I even had friends kind of nicknamed me. They're like, you're like the lone wolf. <laughs> um, and like for a long time, I hated that. Like it made me sad. Right. Oh, yeah. And then I got to a point where I got older and I just, I just owned it. I almost
0: <laughs> <didn't> owned <know> it. <laughs> nice. But like I
1: literally just owned it. I was like, yeah, I am the That's lone it, wolf. It yeah. makes me more powerful because I don't need to travel in a pack. Like I'm just confident and, cool being that being that like, Mm. you know, um, so it's all about like how you perceive things really. Right. Like one of my favorite authors always talks about how our life and our circumstances and everything around us, a huge ordeal comes back down to the fact of your conception of yourself. Right. Mm, So I think like in high school, I just had a really poor conception of myself. I had low self-esteem, Um, I would, I I would think that I was kind of like a loner. I kind of felt like I was just different from everyone else. Like, I always felt like everyone had things in common. Everyone was the same. And I always just kind of felt like the one random person who just like couldn't relate to anyone or anything. Mm -hmm. So I always just kind of felt like a, like, I guess like a black sheep. Um, and I found it hard to fit in. Like, I just never felt like I could fit in with like anything or anyone, even like trends. Um, I always just felt like really, really different, but I never understood why. Um, and I'm at the point, like now in my life, obviously being older, we're like, I'm so grateful for all of the things that make me different. And I know what they are now. Like I know what it is. Yeah. Um, But like when you're like that younger age, right? Like and you're in high school, you don't understand why. And you kind of see it as like a bad thing or like a weakness or like something's wrong with you because you can't relate to anyone else. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, and like, I think it's also because like people were very attached to like their friends and wanting to be like everyone else. Whereas I was the opposite. I didn't want to be like everyone else. I always wanted to be like my own person. And yeah. I always had like a very strong sense of like, I guess like self-awareness. Like I was always like really in tune with myself. And that's probably a, re- a big reason why I didn't feel um, like I could relate to everyone. Cause a lot of people didn't have like a strong sense of self-awareness. It was more like, um it was more like people were always seeking external validation. Mm. And I feel like I've never really like been that person that's like really needed that. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think like, that's also because of like, you know, all the times I had to change, like I just had to learn to like have that already without needing it from what's happening outside of me. Right. Right. Um, and so you know, I felt like a lost soul. I didn't really know, like, that's another example is like, I didn't never knew what I wanted to do after high school, right? Like, literally, oh, I love yeah. to remember grade eight, they're like, you got to already know if you want to go to university or college, because you got to pick applied or academic in high school. And I was just like, huh. No, I'm not ready for this. Like, like, that just stressed me out, like so much. And again, because I had a lower conception of myself. Um, like I had lower self esteem at the time. I was like, who am I to like think I'm academic, blah, blah, blah. Um, I just like never held myself like at uh, as high as the standards I should have, um, especially on like an intelligent level, which is like yeah. so silly, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, like made a way through high school, but I never really knew what I wanted to do. I was always just kind of like, kind of like how I am now, like I've done everything, <laughs> but it's because I never really knew. I'm like, I, ha- I haven't found it yet. Like, I don't know what I want to go to university for. Like, how are you supposed to pick a career when you're 16 years old and they're like, this is what you want to do for the rest of your life till you're 65. Like I I just, I literally would just cry over that probably every single day because Mm. it stressed me out so, so much. Like I was like, how am I supposed to know right now? 16, 17, like what I want to do for the rest of my life. But I don't know. I don't like, it just gave me anxiety to like have to pick something and they make you feel like you have to be be, like committed to it. Right. You can't change. Like you just, you pick something and you go. And it's like, and university is a big commitment. Like the program, yeah. you pick it, you're in there for four years, like, right. And again, like I knew what my interests and hobbies and passions were. Like I was always like more artistic mm. um, as opposed to like scientific, I guess. Like, yeah. in school, I loved, like English, I loved creative writing, speaking. I even liked like being on stage, like doing like acting and plays yep. and singing, like all that kind of stuff. So I've always been like way more of a creative um, like spirit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But but again, like I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Right. right. So I kind of like took a year off high school and I worked full time because like apparently that's what they tell you you got to do in this world. And <sighs> everyone just thinks. And that's why I love network marketing. But we'll get we'll get mm-hmm. on to that topic later. But like school, I always say to people like the school system needs to be updated. Like the, <laughs> the curriculum is so old. Like, mm-hmm you go to school, you leave, you get a nine to five. And, like, that's at the end. Like, no, that's not the way it goes. And like, right. The only reason that we think that is because it like our awareness is like this small, like school just like limits it. And like, there's so many other things that you can be doing to like earn income, to live a good life, to like actually do the things that you're passionate about versus like being like, let me pick up this catalog and figure out what I want to go to school for. Like, no, yeah. you don't need to do that. And you don't need to be that person because like I remember being that person flipping through these catalogs and I was like, I don't want to do any of this. Like, I am not a school person. Like this is right. not what I want to do. I want to do something that I love and something that I'm passionate about. Um, and the same, then the same thing happened to me in the working world, you know, like when I had to go to work, um, I literally had someone in an interview ask me once, like, why have you had so many jobs? Like why have you been <laughs> had so many jobs in like short amounts of time? And I'm like, yep why and I'm like okay this is a reflection of my childhood like Mm. I I changed schools constantly like it was never I never had to like commit to things that were like long-term it was always like change 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 so even jobs were like so easy for me to flee from um because change has never been uncomfortable for me like it is for people like change is actually like comforting to me Mm -hmm. right so even like with this pandemic I'm just like I love it. Like, I love change. I love adapting to change. And I like moving. I like to keep, like, moving kind of like a butterfly or a bird. Like, I don't like to stay in one place for a long time. And it feels, like, stagnant. Um, And so, yeah. So, like, literally, I've been in hospitality, been in the corporate world. I've done administration. I've done retail. Like, I've literally just, I've done it all. Mm -hmm. I worked out west, even in Alberta. I, I like moved there when I was twenty-one because I was <laughs> like, I don't know what I want to do. I'm getting on a plane. Literally picked up all my stuff and moved like wow. across the country. Um, and I worked at a beautiful resort in Lake Louise. If you've never heard of that, do a quick Google search for Lake Louise. It's, I'll
0: it's, have to. I think I might Google's. have, but yeah,
1: yeah, it's just like incredible. But um, yeah, that was amazing. And I was there for like half a year before I came back to um, Ontario. And I still was kind of just like, I never really, I still was like at that point, right? I never really like knew what I truly like wanted to, wanted to pursue. And then um, after falling into like a really deep um, depression, really bad mm-hmm. anxiety, that's kind of like what happened to me when I lived at Weston. A big reason why I moved back home, because my mental health just like hit this really bad um decline and i think like a huge part of it was like i literally remember sitting outside and i would be outside all the time there because it's just like a whole other world of beauty like (laughs) rocky mountains the color of the water is just like like it's just incredible um and I would just like look at all the beauty around me and I'd be like, well, like what's like, there's, there's just something missing all the time. You know what I mean? But, but I'd be like, I'm surrounded by all this incredible, all these incredible things. And I attracted this into my life. Like I totally manifested that there's something I wanted and it happened. Uh, but I, there was still just like something like, I just wasn't fully satisfied and I'd be working in the hotel. And I remember like having that conversation with my like self being like, do I really want to do this forever do I really want to be like working 13 hour shifts just like pouring people's drinks like forever like like I literally felt like a slave mm. never had time off if you work in the hospitality industry <laughs> you would understand like how, what I mean and like how brutal it is they work you to the bone um, you're drained they don't care so like literally was working on zero mental health and I just like fell into like a really dark place from that like I wasn't, I was working so much that I literally wasn't eating, wasn't sleeping. I had really bad anxiety, really bad panic attacks. Um, And I would just like drink all the time to like cope with all of Mm. the stuff that I was going through and not even having time to like really cope in a healthy way. Mm. And yeah, like I literally developed like an eating disorder and (laughs) substance abuse. And I just fell into like a really dark place and Like, I literally remember having moments, um, I literally remember having moments of, like, really dark, um, just, like, suicidal thoughts Mm -hmm. and not understanding, like, why, like, not understanding, like, why I was having these thoughts, where these thoughts were coming from, um, and I just, like, felt like something was wrong with me, so um, once it got to the point where I was, like, okay, this is not, like, I literally need to seek help because, like, now I'm at a place where, like, I can't. I literally couldn't help myself anymore. But I'm the kind right. of person that, like, like literally ask anyone I know, anyone who tries to help me, I will, like, yell at them to get it. like, <laughs> I'm like, nope, leave me alone, don't help me, don't, 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 don't give me advice. I'm like, no, like, I literally won't even take it, even if I'm, like, suffering, because I'm just, I've always been that person that's just so independent. I want to be able to figure out, like, literally the world, like, on my own. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I know that's, like, all, not always a good thing. Right. But, that's just like the kind of person I am. So it literally took me hitting rock bottom, like the mm. deepest and the deepest of darkness to like, finally go and seek help because Damn. like, I wanted to be able to help myself and pull myself out of it. Yep. And it took so much like courage and strength to be oh, like, yeah. I'm broken and like, I can't put myself back together. Like it just took so much courage for me to actually admit Absolutely. that. Absolutely. That um. So thankfully, I had the roommate that I was living with. Like, think on it that I had her. She was kind of like my saving grace. She was wow. kind of like the angel on my shoulder. That's awesome. Um, and she kind of like came with me to like these doctors' appointments when I went hmm. to seek help. And if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't have really even gone. And like, who knows what would have happened? Man. Um. Yeah, I just I, I I sought out help and. Like, I just remember being on the phone with my mom and talking to her and crying to her and, like, not knowing what to do. And I realized at that point that I was like, okay, I'm not mentally stable, so I need to move back home where I actually have a support system, right? Because I was like, how can I do this? Like, I don't even have my family here. Um, And I just, I came to the conclusion that, like, this isn't healthy anymore. Like, I need to just go back home, get my feet on the ground. And, like, allow myself to have that support from the people who love me. Like, that was another thing that was so hard for me. I almost, like, just wanted to push all help away, all love away, and just, like, sit in my suffering. Like, right? And so...
0: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely.
1: um, I was kind of, like, at a point where it was just so self-destructive. I was almost, like, addicted to the pain. Like, I was almost Mm. addicted to like being in that darkness because like, wow. I felt so consumed by it. And then I would just like identify that as like, this is who I am. Like yeah. this is just who I am. And i just became so lost in in that for like a really long time. Um, and then as when I moved back home, I actually remember, I don't even know like how I really found it, but I, I started like researching kind of like just ways that I could potentially like kind of like help myself or heal myself. Hmm. And I remember doing so much research on the time. <laughs> About like yoga, yeah, and chakras and energy work and deep breathing and meditation and just like and angels and law of attraction and like literally all of this stuff. Um, and I'm like, thank God for that because I ended up going into yoga. And obviously, in the beginning, when you're new at something, um, it's awkward. <laughs> and yourself, yeah, and stuck, and you have no idea what's going right. on. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Where you're putting your bodies in all these crazy shapes. I had zero flexibility whatsoever. Like, literally none. I had so much tension in my mind that it physically manifested into my body. Hmm. I was just, like, so tight and locked up literally, like, everywhere. I couldn't even touch my toes. Um, but, like, the yoga literally helped me. Like, learning how to just, like, flow and move my body and, like, sink my breath and meditate. Like, all those things are, are what brought me back to myself, you know, because I think when you're in a place where you're in like a deep, dark depression, or you're having anxiety and panic attacks, like I was, um, you're really just like, so up here, you're just Mm -hmm. like, so up in your head. And I had to, I had to learn how to get out of my head and into my heart, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Or like, get out of my head and into my body, because I wasn't even in my body. Like, I didn't even (laughs) like none anymore. I was just like, so up here that I was just like, going away you know what i mean (laughs) whole sense of that all sense of like really like myself and yoga is just like what taught me how to ground how to anchor how to breathe i didn't even know the proper way to breathe hence panic attack (laughs) right um and it just like really helped me on so many levels and i literally got to a point like i remember being in a class where we were doing like these poses where i don't know if you know anything about yoga a
0: little bit not much
1: Okay, well, we were doing these poses and it was all like heart openers, right? So, like, heart okay. openers, like back bends and stuff. Mm. Like, open up your chest, you open up your shoulders. And I remember, like, this one class where I went to, I was so sad when I walked in, but yoga was just like such a healing place for me to, like, deal with what i was going through at the time for sure because like i didn't talk to anyone about it but like so yoga was kind of just like my therapy basically yeah (laughs) it was like my therapist and i would go and that was my sanctuary so we were in this class doing like it was all themed about heart openers and back bends, and just like opening everything up which is connected to i don't know if you know about chakras but like your heart chakra people create like heart walls and this can be like energetically um just like things that happen in life and I literally remember being at the end of the class and I literally felt like my heart had like cracked open like Mm. it was like like energetically and it was like the craziest thing and I had like tears going down my cheeks um but at the same time it was like really really freeing and then I got like super into chakras and um dove into yoga like religiously because I literally felt like it had saved me Mm. um I really felt like it it took me from like being in darkness and pulled me up into like finding the light again right because it like right. brought me back to like myself and brought me back to like feeling grounded um and just like the sense of like who i am like at a soul kind of like spiritual level yeah. and i think like a big part of depression a lot of people go through that and then they have these like spiritual awakenings so
0: mm-hmm.
1: a big part of me feels like most people do hit, uh, hit a depression at one point or another in life and like that's usually the point where you awaken to like that that part of yourself, right? Um, and it, it's crazy that it takes going to a dark place to get there. But again, it's like the phoenix rises from the mm. from the ashes. And so yep. I went from being in this like place where I was addicted to um, self being self destructive, mm. and then transforming into being addicted to self improvement and personal development. Yeah. So I've literally gone from like black to white. Like that's
0: totally awesome. Crazy.
1: Um. Yeah, and then after that, I got like a really bad shoulder injury um, from yoga. Actually, oh, no. because there was no in yoga, we talk about yang yin, which is balance of like masculine and feminine energies. But,
0: gotcha. Like,
1: I was doing so much yoga and so much, <laughs> and so much inversion, which is all like yang, like just so much, like always like power, 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 and never stopping to like slow down. Gotcha. Surfer, yep. Stillness. I was like avoiding that stuff. And I, and it manifested in a really bad shoulder injury <laughs> no. And I actually like tore my rotator cuffs. Oh no. Literally, then I like feel like I took my destructiveness into like, into my practice even Yeah. Right? when I was using yoga to deal with it. So then it manifested into a physical injury where then I had no choice but to deal with it and sit with it because I literally couldn't do anything do it, my Yeah. my my arms anymore. Um, and I remember being so mad at that injury for <laughs> so long. Right. Um until I had to learn to just be grateful for it. Cause it taught me to like, stop, like just stop. Like you need to, stop, yeah. because you can't deal. Like you can't escape your depression. You can't escape your anxiety. Right. No matter how much you work out, no matter how much yoga you do, no matter how much you travel the world. Like you can't run away from your problems. You can't run away from your emotions. You need to like literally sit and be still and surrender to feel them. Right. And like, yeah. someone saying that like feeling is healing. Mm. Um, and I think a part of me thinks that like, as a human I mean, we come obviously with the whole spectrum of human emotions, but a part of me feels like as a human feeling is like the hardest thing that we can allow ourselves to do, and I mean like I... really letting yourself like feel things like feel the hurt, feel the pain, feel whatever it is that you don't want to feel a um, feeling is like what will allow you to heal, and it's like stop fighting all of those things that you feel, stop fighting the things that hurt you, stop fighting those dark thoughts that you want to avoid, like the only way to really um like transform and know yourself and heal and grow from things is to like just stop and sit there and like deal with all of your crap it's like Joe Dispenza always says like sit in the fire and like sit mm. with the fire like that's the way that we can really like pretty much just like transform and alchemize hmm. um, all of that stuff and it's just like a lot of people like for me I didn't have an outlet to like release my emotions into and so I think like that's why I got like so pent up like that yeah like people who are in music, for example, they'll just, their outlets like music, like they'll just write music or uh, they'll play their instrument or like whatever it is. And I felt like I just didn't have a way to express it. Like I didn't gotcha. have an outlet for like my pain, you know, I didn't know what it was at that point still.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And I think that kind of just ties into like. Um, me getting into personal training. I went from like all of the flexibility that yoga had taught me that then I had wanted to learn like strength and how to build a strong body. And then I got into bodybuilding. Um, and I'm still competing for anyone who might be curious. My (laughs) first show ever. So I'm not a vegan anymore. I used to be a vegan. My first show ever, I competed as a vegan and this was like my first time. And I was just like, this is my goal. I want to do it. Um, competed for my first time as a vegan and I got fourth place out of like thousands of people.
0: Wow. That's awesome. Mm -hmm.
1: And I just remember like getting backstage and crying and I was like on such a high from like being on stage and I was like, I can't believe I just did that. Like I freaking conquered one of my dreams. Um, and I was like, I need to do this again. So then I (laughs) I actually had a show in October that just passed in 2019. Okay. Um, and I got second place. So Wow, congrats. That's awesome. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So it's really cool seeing how you evolve and how you can go from being the person I was thinking like so low over self, thinking I can't do anything, mm. always being so hard on myself and doubting myself, um, to literally transforming myself into like this strong bodybuilder, super yeah. power person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that those struggles from my past don't still like haunt me. Like, the, like sure. those little things are always kind of going to be there. I still get those little voices in my head. Like I don't yep. think you ever really fully just like cut off. No, off yeah, of that stuff. Like it's things that taught you. It's things that made yep. you who you are. So even though you can literally alchemize things and transform who you are from like dark to light, or from feeling weak to being a strong superwoman, if you want to be one. Um, those things are always going to be there because those are things that kind of carved you, you know, yeah. like into who you, into who you like become. And that's like, that's why I always tell people, I feel like my spirit animal is just like a butterfly because i am constantly, my life in myself is just like metamorphosis, transformation, yeah. birth, like over and over and over again. And I feel like that's just like what life is. You just keep yeah. dying, re- rebirth, dying, rebirth. And there's always going to be like these cycles that we we go through and and, yeah it just like can't really be avoided I love what I'm doing because I obviously it's in an industry that I love like obsessed with the gym I go five to five days a week I'm constantly training I love the gym environment I love helping people reach their goals and seeing them transform uh, physically mentally etc but I was like I was still like there needs to be more and like And if you're one of those people who's like me and you feel guilty for wanting more, don't, don't like, because, yeah. and I was that one person, but like, there's nothing wrong with wanting more for yourself. And it can be like materialistic things or like anything that you want, like never feel guilty for wanting more. Cause like you're literally a human that was sent here on earth to like have an experience, all of the things that you, that you can like literally. Right. And so I wanted more and I wasn't earning the income that I wanted. I was actually mm-hmm. struggling. I was like only earning enough to like literally just pay for like, things I own like where I live and my car and my phone my groceries but like I was like but I want to travel the world but I want to help people all over the world like why limit what I can do and all the people I can help and all the value I could add to people's lives to this tiny little community that I live in when I want to help people on like a global scale yeah a lot of people that I look up to um for example Ed Mila actually is Mm. one of them freaking love him and he's all about like <laughs> maxing out your life and being yeah. your best self and like you're born you're put on earth to do something great and that's just like everything he says is just like i'm like yes yes like he says everything that like i totally believe in um and like listening to that also just like empowers me to be like yeah i should be maxing out my life like why yeah. he always says like why i play small like why I play small what does that do for you like you're meant to do more and yeah. i've always felt that within me um, but I just like never knew what it was. Right. And that's kind of when I followed Bob Proctor a lot. I'm obsessed with all his YouTube videos. Um, if you don't know who Bob Proctor is, watch uh, the movie, The Secret. It's about love yeah. and Bob's in it. Um, and he, one of my favorite quotes he says in that movie is if you can see it in your mind, hmm. you will hold it in your hand. And that's literally true for everything I've ever accomplished in life from the bodybuilding to living like You know at west and all that like those were literally all things that i that i saw in my mind before like they actually happened like my whole mantra has always been like keep dreaming and dream Mm. bigger than than you do you know yeah for sure anything is possible and the only reason things ever feel like they're not is because you limit your thoughts are limited to what you can do um or your concept of yourself is limited
0: absolutely thank you so much for sharing your story um i did write a couple things down What would you tell someone who doesn't know what they want to do? Kind of like how you were in high school and and you're trying to figure out what path, what you wanted to do. What would be some advice you would give them if they're just kind of like, I have no idea what I want to do.
1: Um, I would say to like, for me, it was like figuring out what I was really passionate about. Cause Mm -hmm. like I had things I loved. Like if you asked me what I loved in high school, I'd say, I like music. I like movies, I like reading. Like that's literally probably what I would have said. (laughs) Um, But I didn't find like my true passion until I found like yoga that was passion for me like that was just because it changed my entire life and it changed like my world you know what I mean on like insane level like I was just so passionate about it that I wanted to become a yoga teacher so like like find something that you have an insane level of passion for and if you don't know what that is just be that person that I'm like, try a million things, dabble in a million things. Like there's nothing, like what's the worst that can happen is you yeah. don't like it or you suck. And then you just try something Move else. On. Yeah. Like, just try as many things as you can until you find that one that you're like, oh my God, I love this so much. I just want to do it every day.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I love it. I think that's so true because uh, life's too short anyways. And we're here to, to make an impact, to make a difference. And it's funny because you talk to people and they're like, yeah, I just want to help people. I just want to do it. But like, what, are, what are you doing? Yeah. You're just going to your job. How are you helping? Are you actually helping people? How many people have you helped today? Um, in, in a in a grand scheme of things, like, have you reached out to anyone and seen how they're doing? Have you put out anything positive? Or are you just going to work, coming home and doing your thing? Like, I think people have good intentions, but I think they're kind of scared to take a leap and do something different that could Really change uh, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think finding a passion is is really important um, by just trying, trying different things you might you might think uh, that you like. Um, and I know you touched a lot on like mental health and and um, overcoming those difficulties because I think yeah, so many people deal with it in some form or fashion, some level, some type. Um, what would like maybe two or three ways you would suggest someone kind of improve their mental health? or their mindset
1: um okay so i would say these are like my the top things that i do yeah okay? so cool everything that's like self-care so meditation yoga cold and i mean like freezing cold showers i learned this okay from off and it literally 100 percent breaks your depression and anxiety freezing cold showers um breath work which like if you don't know what that is you can literally just like youtube it same with meditation there's so mm-hmm. many free apps for that yeah um And then, like, getting out in nature is huge. Getting out in nature, and I don't mean, like, I'm going to go for a walk around the neighborhood. No. (laughs) Like, literally go to a place where there's trees and walk through the trees and breathe in the air. And when it's sunny outside, like, sit in the sunshine and just, like, getting, like, a good 20 to 30 minute walk outside just to get fresh air and not be in your house all day long. Um, uh, really, just helps to like clear your mind and listen to something motivational, maybe, like a podcast or a motivational video um or someone that you like really admire. Maybe it's like taking a hot bath and lighting some candles and putting some mm. crystals, like I don't know. um and maybe try yoga and yeah. and don't ever, ever underestimate the power of exercise. Like fitness right. would be the number one thing that doctors prescribe. Like, they prescribed me a bottle of medication, took it for like a week. They made me throw up. So I threw the bottle in the garbage and that's kind of like I, yoga and exercise. Number yep. one. Like that'll, that'll help you way more than any.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah. Getting, getting active. Uh, yeah. Ch- Changes so much. Yeah.
1: Way out of your head. Cause you're just yep. focused on what you're doing.
0: Yeah. And it's just like anything. Like if you want to improve, you have to get uncomfortable. You have to go through the, like the pain, like working out, um, if you oh, want to build muscle, like, if you want to lose weight, <laughs> yeah, you have. You're gonna be sore. You're gonna feel it, <laughs>
1: yeah. like
0: straining trying to get the bar up, and you're gonna be feeling it. But like, but
1: it makes you stronger. Yes. It's so cool because like you're strengthening yep. your body. It's the but, same like, as mind. Every rep that you go through that's challenging and you push past it is just making your mind stronger. Yep. So the stronger Absolutely. your mind gets, the stronger your body gets.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I-, I like to close out uh, with our guests asking one. One final question that ties into pencil leadership, uh, the last trait. So pencils are, are made to leave marks. That's their purpose. And so, I love uh, that. yeah. So after everything's done here on earth for you, what is it uh, that you want people to see? What, sh- what mark do you want to leave on the earth?
1: I want people to reach their full potential and to break through everything that like breaks them down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, that's like, The biggest thing to like know that you're not stuck and to not see yourself as like a limited physical human being like you are so much more than that experience and explore Your like your spirituality and like get in touch with like who you really are Mm. Um and know that like your potential is like literally like limitless. It's insane like what we can do when we really truly like learn how to use our minds and our thoughts properly. Um, you can literally change the world. So I just want people to know that like, if you feel stuck, you know, if you perceive yourself as this limited thing, like there's like so much more to that. So like never underestimate how powerful you are.
0: I love it. I love that message. I think, yeah, so many people will need to hear that is you have so much more potential than what you're letting yourself believe right now. And it all starts in the mind and with yourself. And so um, Brittany, thank you again for sharing your story, being on pencil leadership uh, and just leaving so many good nuggets for our audience to take from this.
1: You're welcome. Thank you so much. It was so nice to be here,
0: but yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, So thank you so much.
1: You're welcome.
0: Thank you so much for tuning into today's show. If you enjoyed it, share this with someone else and make a positive impact on their life. Also head on over and leave a 5 star rating if you liked anything you heard today and let me know what you think so I can make this show better for you in the future. And Go ahead and connect with me on Instagram at chris.t.anderson, love to hear from you. Now let's go out and make a difference as pencil leaders.